What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Nakademus. Bear Tucker, Neff. And this is the Knock and Neff Podcast. Today, we're going to cover a whole bunch of new stuff. A little controversy, a little fun. What oh, you got to say, nephew? Before we start, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, DuPont Clothing. I want to get this right because DuPont stands for Developing Entrepreneurship with Pride of Creativity. It's exactly what we stand for at Knock and Neff. You know, we want to open up our doors and let other people of the world kind of, you know, invade our space. Also, you know, contribute to us as we contribute to them. Right. So yeah. if you want to get some clothing, you want to get some apparel, we'll put the, the information in the bio. And you guys can order your own, your own stuff. And to other people, if you want to advertise with us, just hit us up, send us a DM or a message and let us know. We're open. We're open. All right. Roll. So today, there's a thing out there called COVID fatigue. <sighs> With COVID fatigue, people are tired of staying at home. People are tired of... Stay your ass at home. <laughs> people are tired of not being able to, you know, stretch their wings out a little bit. They can't go see their boozy. Are you one of those people? And if you're one of those people, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be going to the barber shop? You're going to be going to the the mall? The are you going to be going to the, <laughs> Are you going to be going to the movies? You're going to be going to the club, okay. the bar, the gym. Mm. What are you willing to put what what sacrifices or I ain't putting my life on the line? <laughs> are you willing to do? Or do you believe it's real? It's real. It's, it's definitely real. Working in and now I work in social services, and um, I, I've seen, I've had clients die. I've I've seen families that somebody's died. I personally know people who've had family members that die, so it's real. But um, what is your life worth to you, to me? Because is the vanity of looking cute and swole? buffing all that worth your life uh, to me nah I got a home gym set up that I've used a whole lot in the last nine months because I'm scared man I'm, I'm the head of household I'm the breadwinner and I don't want to bring nothing home I have a 80 year old um, mother-in-law that um I do a lot for her, and she lives next door, so I I can't afford to bring that home. See, I mean, you know, and and like you, you know, active, gym, bike, you know, cycle, living life. But you know, I got a pop sound. He's eighty six. Mm -hmm. It's hard, you know. It's hard because I have you know family and friends, and you know, friends of friends that I know for a fact who've died. You know, and I see what that does and I see the impact it can have on a family. But also, I'm tired. I do want to go out. I do want to go get something to eat. I do. But I have to be really cautious about where I'm going and what I'm doing. The problem is, is even though I want to, I'm not. But I want to. See, I think even when the vaccine comes and everybody's gotten vaccinated and all that, I'm still, I'm going to order my Ruth Chris to go and take it home. Let's get some, hold on, let's get something <laughs> straight about this vaccine. So, 
The reason why we have a vaccine is because people wouldn't stay their ass home in the first place. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about we don't want to we don't want to take this vaccine and I'm not the government. First of all, I just heard a thing uh, this morning. They said that it's not going to be a government issue thing. So stop with all that. It's going to be probably most like they're trying to make it at your local Walgreens. They're going to make it at your local Rite Aid where you just go in and get your flu shot. It's going to be the same thing with this vaccine. So what happened to Operation Warp Speed? So Operation Warp, what Operation Warp Speed is, isn't this government issue thing. What it is, is they put funds into these companies to help them advance in warp speed these vaccines to come out. Okay. It's not about the distribution of the vaccine. It's about production of the vaccine. So they want these vaccines to be in Walgreens, right? A, you know, your local clinics, whatever. This is what they're not telling you about the vaccines. About. One, they don't know what the side effects side effects are going to be. Now, mind you, this is all we're talking about the the end result. The start of this is because you wouldn't stay home. True. The start of this because you wouldn't wear a mask. You thought you were too good to wear a mask. So now we have to do this. Now you have to put hot coffee on a hot coffee cup because you order coffee from McDonald's and it burns you. That's what we're dealing with, right? Because most people don't have it in their right mind. To sit here and say, oh, if I stayed home, then I wouldn't have a vaccine. Or most people don't like their family enough most to stay home. Most people don't like their family enough to stay home. <laughs> so, so knowing that, knowing knowing what we know now about these vaccines and understanding and trying to comprehend that this is the end result of people's stupidity in the first place. People yeah. sitting here saying it's a this and it's government conspiracy and blah, blah, blah. Look, man, once you see somebody die from this. Once you know somebody who's died from it, I'm not, and, and don't get me wrong, I have friends too who've, who've had it, and they still do what they want. Mm-hmm. They still say it's some kind of socialist agenda or whatever, you know, conspiracy theory that's out there. Another thing I do want to say about this, and this is kind of going off, but somebody had mentioned to me their, about their business. They said this this COVID thing, and it's it's you know terrible for my business and blah, blah, blah. COVID is not, COVID is the reason why your business is failing. If you stopped COVID, then everything would open up. It's not the government. It's not people not wearing masks. The beginning of this is COVID. No matter where it came from, the beginning of this is COVID. And if we figure out a way to stop COVID, or if everybody does what they're supposed to do and COVID stops, then everything that COVID has produced will stop. Chain reaction. You cut off the head, everything else will die. You cut off the, you know, a lizard's tail, it's going to still be a lizard and be running around without and some tail. lizards, the tail grows back. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the point of this whole thing. So, me personally, like I said, I am I am stir crazy. I want to go to the gym. I want to go lift, you know, but I don't want to, you know, bring nothing home to Pops. You don't want to bring nothing home to Grandma. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But you know what? I guess for me, it's not as hard as it is for a lot of people, especially like you, because you're a gym warrior. You lived in a gym. I did mm-hmm. the gym too, but I've always been a person with my weight set up at home and work out on my own. Mm-hmm. Even when I was an athlete, I had a full gym at home and I worked out at home and maybe some of my friends came over and worked out with me. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a little different, but I tell you the, the one thing I do miss about not being in the gym, 
a leg press machine. <laughs> and I told you, I, when this started, I tried to buy one, and then all of a sudden, they weren't even available yeah. no more to buy. So um, if I think, I think if I had a leg press machine, and I now that I got the stuff to fix my lap machine, I had a lap machine back. To me, not going to the gym wouldn't mean that much. Yeah. Um, the movies, I miss the movies. Um, and since the pandemic happened, I, the, I've seen there. There's a few movie companies, people that own movie houses that have went out of business. Mm -hmm. So we'll never have the amount of movie theaters we had before. Yeah. Um, am I comfortable with being in the movies for two hours? With a bunch of people I don't know and don't know what they've been around? Yeah. No. So my thing is the whole HBO Max thing where they're going to start putting movies on, I think that works better for me. I'm Until I'm confident that they've really got a hold on this. I can't, I can't put myself at risk like that because people that know me know I've always said I wanted to live to be in my hundreds. Mm -hmm. And I can't live to be in my hundreds if I'm putting myself at risk. See, and, and that's that's a bigger issue, too, is because it's not that I know. If you ever ridden a motorcycle, you know that you could be safe. But I don't know what this driver's going to do. I don't know what this driver's going to do. And growing up riding motorcycles, you just have, it's hard to rely on somebody else's know-how, will, or want to do what you're capable of. I can sit in the movie theater and be chilling, eating pop, shoving handfuls of buttered popcorn in my face. But if this dude next to me has COVID and he coughs in my popcorn, just on a, just a random, <coughs> it's going to be a problem. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say it's his intent to do it, mm -hmm. but who knows? Okay, so with that being said, will this virus bring back drive-in movies i hope so if they look better than what they did when i was <laughs> when i was young but i mean i think there are some drive-in movies yeah. actually now that are that are opening up the problem is is you have to i think they have like snack stands and stuff that are open but taking my own snacks I ain't that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. so it's like you still putting yourself in a position but but i mean you know we'll see Okay. So what's the next topic? So this is something that's been kind of weighing on me for a while. And it's a question that I've kind of asked to different people in my life. And it's always a, a conversation. So I'm going to ask it to you. We in the black community, in the black delegation, we always seem to have a spokesperson for the mass. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Uh, Huey P. Newton out here. There's always been somebody who's who's been at at the top that we say that is the person. Obama, that is the person. Mm -hmm. It seems to me we don't have that now. It seems to me that other people try to put people in place for us. Mm -hmm. Candace Owens being one. Yeah, yeah. It, as 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 black people, we we look at her and. But I'm going to ask you, who do you think, if they don't have that mantle already, is being raised on that mantle? Because I have my own ideas on it. 
it's, who do you it's think? interesting because now with social media and with all these new media outlets in general you see you see more people's activism you see more people's what they do towards causes mm-hmm. um you know like you said we had head figureheads that we looked at and like the last of our our i say last generation's figureheads would probably be Al Sharpton. He's the last of the figurehead movement. Yeah, and that's right. And you know, and then a lot of people don't believe in Al Sharpton. You know what I mean? Same a lot same, of same same way as Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Same thing. Um now you look at people like Malcolm Jenkins, LeBron James, people look at look at them as leaders mm-hmm. because they push positive agendas forward for black people. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because, like I said, I look at people like Stacey Abrams. I look at people like Mm -hmm. um, Kamala Harris. Um, What's the Senator Omar? Mm -hmm. These are people of color who are positive role models. Um, Cory Booker. Mm -hmm. These are our next generation of black voices. Mm -hmm. To To speak for the masses. And the the thing now is too many people don't listen to people and form their own opinion about what they've heard about a person or what mm-hmm. a person looks like. So in this media age, it's hard for us to really find a real leader because you always have somebody out there who's telling you stuff to counter what you might think of a person instead of you doing your own due diligence and research and finding out, do you like this person or not? We in the black community, we have a very, very, very bad habit of trying to sweep the legs of anybody who is anybody. Anybody who's, James, anybody, anybody who's different. Anybody who's doing anybody. different. Anybody who's talk. Anybody mm-hmm. who makes an impact, you want to say, but he did this. Mm-hmm. Or when he was younger, he did this. Or he was this person. We mm-hmm. can never, I don't want to say we can never, but we have a bad habit of never letting that person show that they've changed mm-hmm. as or they've gotten older. Changed grown. or grown, yeah. A big a big example is Biden. Mm-hmm. Biden, we we talked about, we talked about the, uh, the, the law, mm-hmm. you know. That doesn't the, mean the crime bill. The crime bill. Mm-hmm. We talked about the crime bill. That doesn't mean that he we, he knows he made a mistake and he's changed and been like, yeah. His ideology has changed. 100%. But, he's but wrong. My thing is, what about all the other people of color who's, who signed the crime bill? Did their ideology change? So <laughs> if we take that sample size and we, and we, we you know, bring it down to, to, to more people that are like us. Mm-hmm. You as a young man made mistakes. Me as a young man made horrendous mistakes mm-hmm. that I would look at that I look at myself now and I think, what was I thinking? Yeah. We have to understand that people have a chance to expand and understand and grow as people and make different, better, more informed decisions. Yeah. The people that I think that are the leaders in our community who have a who have a loud voice is is absolutely LeBron James. The crazy thing when it comes and 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 there, for for a multitude of different reasons, there have been people. Jalen Rose have opened schools even before LeBron opened a school. Mm-hmm. LeBron is the biggest 
sports person we have right now. He's the equivalent to sports Oprah. 100%. So he's going to get most of the attention. But Jalen Rose had a school years before LeBron. Mm-hmm. And nobody really talks about it. Nobody really knows about it. He mm-hmm. does his own thing. A lot of times, certain sides will say, hey, shut up and dribble. We don't want to hear from you athletes, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. But there's an iconic photo of all the main major athletes, black athletes, all sitting in a, at a table having, a, having a, a press conference. Cassius Clay, Jim Brown, Luau Sindor, Luau Sindor, mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in? Uh, uh, there was one other. There's one other Jackie person. Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Somebody else. And like yeah, four or five. A, yeah, there's a bunch of people at this press conference. So when I'm on Facebook and they're like, "We don't want to hear from these athletes," and these, and I send that picture. Most of the people who are degrading the athletes from talking are the same people that are this age group, this age demographic. Mm-hmm. These are these people. Mm-hmm. And so I send that picture and they say, oh, oh, touche. Mm-hmm. Because we all have these people in our lives. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we need we need more people than just LeBron. We need another person. Another person I would say is is actually right now is Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Dave Chappelle speaks his mind. So does Kevin Hart. And I was going to say, we have more people. But the problem is in this day and age, there's no one charismatic leader who mm-hmm. is the spearhead for any movement. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because don't nobody want to be the target of assassination. That's the next thing. I was because say. When, every major once, person we have. Once that in. person gets enough power, then the powers around it that is scared of it starts to plot on it. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because... <laughs> I'm going to tickle you with this one. But like Farrakhan, for the longest, Farrakhan mm-hmm. was like, when it comes to black issues and black leadership, was what we had to look at. And he, to me, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. But the nation, I think they started to worry about him being assassinated. His power. His power. His power, yeah. And then, too, mainstream media... And, and you know, media that didn't want him to be who he was, who he was, mm-hmm. started to try and soil his name Absolutely. or trying to soil their movements so that people would think of them as against the government or mm-hmm. against it. When mm-hmm. Farrakhan has never been against the government, yeah. Farrakhan only wanted to see black people treated equally yeah. as their white counterparts. Yeah. Um, but there's always somebody who, and there's always a newscaster somewhere who can twist it and make mm-hmm. it seem like the agenda of this group is against the government or against white people. Yeah. And it's ne- if you look in history, black people have always been the most accepting people of everybody. Absolutely. Even after you've kicked us in the cheek, we mm-hmm. still come back and be your friend. Yeah. So it's like, I can't sit here and agree with all of these leaders. Like you said, they, they're, they're, the media has chosen leaders for us 
mm-hmm. that not necessarily are our leaders because 100%. they don't represent us and the struggles a lot of us come from. I, and see, like I said, I'm I'm a middle class kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in the hood, so I don't understand a lot of hood struggles. Even though, like I said, I can't say I don't understand them, but it it wasn't a reality for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have some people that come from the projects who have ascended to a certain ranks and they know what it took for them to get there. Mm-hmm. And then you have this people that are black, black blue bloods mm-hmm. who, 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 who grew up with silver spoons in their mouth mm-hmm. who don't know none of our struggle. Yeah. But people wanted to, and they didn't went to these Harvards and all of this and got all these degrees and all of that. And people want to say the, and I'm going to say, other people want to say they represent us, yeah. but they don't represent they don't. all of us. They don't. And that's the hardest thing because there's a lot of, I got a lot of friends that are, uh, I got a lot of friends that are Republicans mm-hmm. and they tend to send me stuff from these caricatures of, of representatives mm-hmm. and it drives me up the wall. Cause I'm like, that's not what we think. We don't think like that mm-hmm. as a collect. Now black people are not a monolith. We don't all think like a school of fish. Mm-hmm. We are individuals, but we have a tendency to go a certain type of way. Yeah. But when they send me these Candace Owens, these and these twins, whoever them cats are, I can't think of their name, or whoever, it drives me up the wall. Okay. The heroes that the media have created for us usually are people who are conservative. Yeah. And then some of them might. Yeah. I, I can't even say some of them might. Most of them don't have a background where they come from being poor. Mm-hmm. And their views are usually in, in align with, you know, what. Yeah. Capitalism. Cap- capitalism. Capitalism or, or what the perception they want colored people to it's, be. That's, that is exactly how I feel about it. It's, it's what they view it's what they would like our perception to be. It's how they look at, they look at this person and they say, ooh, this is a great role model for you to be. Mm-hmm. Sheriff Clark, I hate him. That's the sheriff, that's the sheriff that is out there, you know, battling for Trump. He's a guy who always has the, you'll see him. Once you Google him, you'll know who this dude is. Okay. I can't stand him. Candace Owens, although, let me say this, I think Candace Owens is a smart woman. I really do. Mm-hmm. But I also think she uses her power and her intellect for falsehoods. I think she has a perception of what she, I almost think she does it for money, honestly. I cannot believe she thinks and believes what she believes money. and talks to us. And understands it. It's money or influence because she knows if she gets a certain amount of influence, it's going to make her money. A perfect example is, uh, what's the old girl uh, who was on The Apprentice? Amarosa. Amarosa. Amarosa went in there and started talking, he's not this, he's not that, blah, 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 and what happened? Got the boot. Mm-hmm. As soon as she realized that what she was saying or her thoughts about this man were different and he looked at her and knew that the perception on him was different, he, he got rid of her. Yeah. So I think these fake representatives mm-hmm. 
And like I said, they, I get I get them sent to me all the time. Mm-hmm. I think once he's gone out of office, who are they going to be? But then too, my thing is, it's not just. This has more to this has more to do with the societal look than mm-hmm. Donald Trump, though. Yeah. Because these are the people they've been throwing up for years. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's not it's not like this just started. That's this true. has been around. It's always, you know, in the black community, we want to call some of them coons, but some of them aren't. They're not cooning. That's what they that's, are. That's, what, that's how they're raised. They were raised. Yeah. That's what they that's believe. All they know. Absolutely. Um, so it's one of them things. I think I think this is what I will say though. I think the conversation needs to be had. Yeah, I'm tired of people just be just not listening to one another and not understanding why that person thinks that way. Like you said, mm-hmm. this is how you were raised. If you were raised like this, mm-hmm. how am I going to disagree with what you think because this is all you know? Yeah, because like what you were just, I was going to comment like what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's what you know because you think me growing up in Los Angeles. I thought our ghettos were the worst ghettos on the planet mm-hmm. until I went to the South and seen what a Southern ghetto looked like. And then I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Then I went to the Midwest and seen what a, a, a Midwestern ghetto was like. And this wasn't even a black ghetto. And I was like, how in the hell people live like this? Mm-hmm. So my mm-hmm. thing is, until you see different, you think what you know is the worst thing. That's it. And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. There's a lot of people, we as a society are lacking empathy. When it comes to COVID, lack of empathy. I, I can be healthy, but you might have something wrong with you. And if I'm not empathetic to what you could possibly be going through, mm-hmm. then it's not going to work. Yeah. And so when it comes down to this other stuff, it's the same way. So the moral of the story is we need to, as a group, look at the people that we want to represent mm-hmm. us as leaders. And we have to understand some of the people that they put in front of us don't know our reality. No idea. And so when you choose who you think a leader is, look at their whole platform too, what they stand for, where they're from, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Do your own research. But the, what I do want to say is the media needs to let our community pick who our leaders are and stop trying to tell us who they are. Absolutely. But I will say this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Dupont Clothing. Dope. Let us know if you guys are looking for uh, any kind of clothing brands. Let us know if you guys have any clothing brands out there that uh, you want us to represent, that you want that you want a little little uh, influence. <laughs> help us. Help you. Help us. 